Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. My next guest body of work has filled the screens of televisions and movie screens all over the world from Eddie, uh, from Eddie Sutton on ABC Family's uh, Lincoln Heights, as Luke on the HBO drama In Treatment, as uh, Detective Hank Griffin on the long-running NBC series Grimm, and the movies Fences, directed by my boy Denzel Washington, and Creed II, which starred uh, Michael B. Jordan, which stars Michael B. Jordan. He was born and raised in Oakland, California. He was in the theater program at Boston University and studied for a summer at the British Academy of Dramatic Arts program at Oxford University. He is on the show today to talk about his new series, Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector, which premieres Friday, January 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, 7 p.m. Central on NBC. Please welcome for the very first time to Money Making Conversation, Russell Hornsby. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hey Russell, I had to lay you That's out there, you man. I'd have liked to lay you out there, Russell. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but you you know you know how to lay a brother <laughs> out too, I'll tell you. Well, you know, you Russell, you know, I, first of all, congratulations on and I I don't say congratulations on what you have done, on what you will be doing. Because your resume has allowed you to establish your your consistency and your authenticity as a as a as a professional in this business. And we know that's tough to do. We know it's tough to get on series at last because sometimes you can't plan. Talk to just before we get started into the interview and everything. Talk about your your experience in Hollywood and the entertainment business a little bit. Well, you know, um, first for me, first and foremost, uh, what was most important to me before, and I I say this in re, you know in just in retrospect, was uh, having studied as an actor. You know, uh, I you know as you, as you stated in the intro, studying at Boston University, uh, getting my degree in theater arts, having an opportunity to study the British Academy for Dramatic Arts, but more importantly for me was being able to spend two years with August Wilson. Yes, I um I like to say that that time I spent with August doing the play Jitney all over the country and then off Broadway mm-hmm. gave me my master's in life, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in acting and in life. And so it, it, it prepared me 
to be able to bring forth that that authenticity mm-hmm. and and have a uh, a depth of feeling and personality that I feel you know that can't be matched and that you can't um, manufacture. It has right. to be in you, mm-hmm. you know. And so it helped me to understand who I was and who I am, where I come from, so that I was able to when I walk into LA when I came to LA, right. Nobody could tell me who I was, right. you know, mm-hmm. and, and put that upon me. I already knew. Right. And so I had a clear understanding of that. And it's really, it's really impressive because it shows in your style of work. And uh, it was, I got to tell you a little, a little fun side story. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, a good friend mm-hmm. of mine, a talent that mm-hmm. I manage as well. And uh, we was on the phone before this interview was even locked down. And he was saying, hey, Rashawn, I got an idea. I go, what, what's Stephen? What, what's the idea you got today? Hey man, remember that show on uh, ESPN? That, that Playmakers, mm. Playmakers. Man, we need to bring that back. Yeah. I said, ah. Uh, <laughs> I said, first of all, outstanding suggestion. <laughs> but the yeah. powers that be may not want it coming back because that series right there, man. Right. I'm gonna tell you something, brother. Incredibly, uh, uh, you know, you know, only eleven episodes aired, and but it That's has right. stuck. That's right. It has stuck. And a part of Americana as great television, uh, uh, authentic, real television. Um, you know, t- just 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 talk about that experience a little bit because from a viewer standpoint, you know, to have him tell talk to me about that and let him know that it's you know that that because we always talk about producing different television shows and different things that you can reboot, and that's why I was that's why I was in discussion mm-hmm. about it. But man, that was an incredible uh, a television production that was on ESPN. Well, well you know, ironically enough, I while we were shooting at it, just after we finished shooting it, while it was airing, I ran into Stephen A. in Times Square, just in front of the ABC <laughs> building, or right there. Right, he right. Said, brother, he said, "Brother, I love you on that show, Playmakers." Man, <laughs> kill it on that show. And I was, I was always first and last time, first and only time I've ever met Stephen A. Smith, uh-huh. but. You know, we just had an opportunity. Uh, John Eisendrath, who created the Roach show, mm-hmm. I mean, he just he was just telling the truth as to what he saw, and he right. gave an authentic portrayal mm-hmm. of what was happening to athletes, mm-hmm. you know, in professional football. Right. And you know, I I appreciate giving getting that opportunity to honestly to to tell the truth, right. really, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. not glamorize it and not sensationalize it and not gloss it over. Right. They were really coming from a representational standpoint, honestly. Absolutely. And I think that's what really, I think that's what really resonated with audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just how honest and real it was. And it was and also outstanding acting, outstanding acting. Did that Thank you. because yes. of the fact that I always tell people in order to, to like a show, you have to be able to take the journey with the actor. If the Jack, so the actor has mm-hmm. to bring you in and, and you feel a relationship with him. And on that show, I felt as a viewer, I felt a relationship, and it was a hit show. So yeah, I say that yeah. because of the fact that, you know, you, you know, when you say you, know, you get the ratings back and you go, man, we're a hit, then you can, in your mind you think, oh, man, I, I've landed a jackpot. And that is not yeah. how Hollywood works sometimes. You know, you know, here's a show, mm-hmm. had the numbers, was delivering the goods, the acting was great, and it, was, and it went away. That probably set a, a, a tone for you, uh, with Hollywood that, wow, what sometimes is real is not real, correct? A- a- absolutely. You know, what, I, what you learn very early is that, you know, Hollywood is the business of show. Yes, it is. And, and, if, and, if, and if the business 
doesn't make sense. The show ain't going to work. Right, 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 uh, right. And, and so there are a lot of people who have to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, when you put a show on the air or when you put a movie on the screen or what have you. And again, you're right. I learned very early that nothing is guaranteed, quite right. honestly. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but also, though, how I was reared, how I was raised, coming from Oakland, being black in America, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> I understand that. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. Just, <clears throat> you know, that, that, that's in me. So you never take anything for granted. You, you know, what's, what, what you, all you can go by is what you have today. And Tomorrow's he, not guaranteed, and you can't depend on yesterday. Yeah, we're talking to Russell Hornsby uh, and his new series is coming out in January on NBC. Um, let's talk about that character because uh, that, that you're playing in this one-hour drama that's on NBC. Now, we just talked about yes. the series at ESPN. You were playing a running back, running back, very athletic, yes. very athletic. Mm-hmm. Now you're playing a, a character that's a quadriplegic. And, you know, that's a, you know, I, I was trying to wrap my head around how you, how you, you know, because we all, your whole life has been a physical life. Yeah. Walk us through the steps of preparation for a role where it was about, you know, your mind, your expressions are really only going to be in your face. You know, the delivery, mm-hmm. the, the nuances of the tone that had to be a journey for you. Correct. It, it really did. It really was a journey, Rashad. And, but one that I was so willing to take <laughs> I and know. I believe ready for, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an actor who I, I embrace a challenge at yes, any and every level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was a little nervous, you know, before taking it on, before we began shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to be honest about that. But I knew that I could do it. I knew I was prepared because I knew that the the Lord would not put, you know, what they say, uh, they wouldn't, he wouldn't drop me off here. <laughs> yes, you know sir. I mean? Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Um, and so I knew that, that, I, that I was ready. But for me, what had prepared me most, quite honestly, right. for this role was my ability and my time in school of working on Shakespeare mm-hmm. and also my time in doing the plays of August Wilson. Yes, sir. Because what we're, when, we're, when we're talking about, see, what, what I feel that what Shakespeare does with the language is able to bend the language, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about this high language where all you're doing is using your words. Mm-hmm. My liege, I did deny no prisoners, but I remember when the fight was done, when I was dry with rage and extreme toil, right? So, so that, that's Shakespeare, right? Yes. But then you have the beautiful expression of August Wilson. Mm-hmm. Right. So you you marry the bard and the blues together. So mm-hmm. August says, I don't know about you and Leroy, but Purnell made me kill him. Right. Purnell called me champ. I told him my name's King. He said, yeah, champ. I go on. I don't say nothing. He don't know. My daddy killed the man for calling him out his name. He don't know. He messing with King Henry the second. So that's rhythm now. You see what I mean? <laughs> yes, so sir. We marry the bard and the blues of August Wilson together. Wow. And so what I like to call for Lincoln Rhyme, who is a C4, C5 quadriplegic, mm-hmm. what now, what I, what, I, what I feel I brought to Lincoln Rhyme is cerebral swagger. Right? Yes. Because yes. it's in his head, and all he has is the words on the page at, you know, with which to, to use to express himself. Right. He can't walk a certain way. He can't just kick no swag, a certain no way. No swag. No swag. Swag is out. has to use mm-hmm. his mind and his words. 
to mm-hmm. let it all hang out. Awesome. We're we talking to my man Russell Will, me, Russell Hornsby. He's the star of the new series on uh, NBC, star miniseries. In fact, he's coming back home because he's on Grimm uh, on NBC for a long time on Friday nights. Friday nights, brother. I was just watching you on Friday nights, man. Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector, which premieres Friday, January 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, 7 p.m. Central on NBC. We'll be right back with more of this interview. Shakespeare me up, brother. You know, I'm from Fifth Ward in Houston, Texas. You from Oakland. You you doing a number on me, Russell. <laughs> Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. On the phone is Russell Hornsby. Uh, Variety, uh, na- in 2018, named him one of the 10 actors to watch because he's amassed an impressive catalog of films. Uh, we talk about the, the Hate You Give, Creed Two, Oscar-nominated Fences, Netflix Seven Seconds, and uh, Showtime's The Affair. A grim, we can go on and on. You know, the uh, thing I love about him is that the dynamics of what you see, Oakland, California. People can stereotype you. People can say that's the, you know, that dream that you have right there, young man. Don't work no place else. Go get a normal job. And he, but that doesn't, that didn't, that didn't rhyme with me. That didn't rhyme with him either. Because when I was from Fifth Ward, Texas, they told me the same thing. Inner city kid, talk about your opportunities are limited on what is available to you. I went to my opportunities, and that basically, when I when I when I did my research on your stories about what you did, you were not afraid of the journey. That's why you went to Boston. Mm-hmm. That's why you went over you know Oxford. Talk about that journey before mm-hmm. we get back into the series a little bit. <laughs> you know, um, going to Boston University, coming raised, being born and raised in Oakland, California. You know, that was a time when you know the drugs had crack had hit. Yes, sir. And, you know, brothers and sisters were dropping like flies. And the truth be told, you know, being a young brother, I didn't, nec- I didn't grow up in the hood necessarily, but, I, you know, you saw the adverse effects of mm-hmm. crack cocaine mm-hmm. happening. And I was, honestly, I was just, I was scared. And mm-hmm. so I said to my mother, and I said to myself, I want to get out of here and go as far as I can. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, the points from San Francisco to Boston are the two furthest points in this country. Right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And so, and I, and I, and I wanted, and I knew that I wanted to, to, you know, to try my hat at acting. And so went to, went to Boston university. The only thing my mother said to me is that you can't quit. Mm-hmm. And so you can go pursue this dream of yours, but you cannot quit. And while I, when I got there, while I wanted to, because uh, just and so many things were happening and my world had turned upside down, my first time really being away from home, but I, the echoes ring out of my mother's voice, you can't quit, so I keep going. From my junior year going into my senior year, I would go home and, you know, I had a job at a rec center, making a couple of dollars, working with the kids. <laughs> one, one, before the summer, my uncle said to me, he said, Russell, why are you always going home? My uncle lived in Boston. Right. He said, why don't you do something, you know, in the summer? And I was like, wow, it just it never dawned on me. Right. That I could do something else. So I looked up this, pro- this theater program and uh, the British Academy of Dramatic Arts. And, and I applied. I auditioned, got in. I had to wow. hustle all, all during the school year. And just before I went to, you know, make up this money so I could pay to go. And for three, almost two and a half months, it was some of the most, um, the best time of my life up to that point. Yeah. And one of the most memorable times in my life, 
because I saw people from all over the world come into this place with a dream, all different kind of talent levels, all different colors, accents, uh, shape, size, everything. And just to be able to interact with a black boy from Oakland, mm-hmm. to be, you know, in London, England, and interacting with all these people, and all it was about and up to this point was about your talent. Mm-hmm. Are you hungry? Do you want to learn? Are you willing to step out of your comfort zone? Show us what you have to offer. Right. And learned a lot about myself in that process. And that said to me at that time, this is what I'm going to do this. I'm going to pursue awesome. this. I love it. And uh, full bore. I'm going all out. And the truth is, Rashawn, mm-hmm. there was never a plan B, brother. <laughs> you know, I love it. That's what you I mean. You're driven I, by I that passion now, but it was never, never was a plan B. Well, I'm talking to uh, Russell Hornsby. A lot of uh, uh-huh. uh, what do they call that? Uh, a, a work. Uh, you know, you fill out uh, a form to get a job, right. an employment application. Right. I didn't right. know how to fill out none of that. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, I'm talking to uh, Russell Hornsby. He's starring in a new series, Lincoln Ryan Hunt for the Bone Collector, which premieres Friday, January 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, NBC. Okay, let's put some pressure on this. This previous role was done in a movie uh, by Mr. Denzel Washington, who yes, also yes. directed you in Fences. Absolutely. Here's my whole thought process to this, because... You're a physical guy. I've seen you. Well, you know, I've seen you running and fighting and grim. I've seen you. I've seen you pack. Yeah. You always play a detective. You know what I'm saying? You're always somewhere protecting mm-hmm. people. And so now you're in this role. Did, 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 did you did you have anybody strap you down to get used to like not move? Don't move. You can't move. What what? I'm just trying to wrap my head around that because it can't be as simple as hey, you know, I'm a great actor. This is a method moment. Just be still. How how many weeks did it get you to wrap your head around that process of being a quadriplegic? Um, you know what? Honestly, I'll be honest with you. This is not something I could have done five, seven, or ten years ago. Right. Now, the, the truth is, I am I'm forty five years old. I'm athletic, but I'm forty five. Absolutely. And and now I understand how. When I was coming up, the old folks could just sit on the porch all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why? You know, because I mean, I mean I'm 45 on athletic, but I'm tired. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At times. Mm-hmm. Now, I, feel, I know I got miles to go before I sleep. Let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But the stillness, the, the, the stillness that I was able to get was just based on age, quite honestly. Because I can, I'd have peace in my life and I can be still. Before, you know, Five, 10, 15 years ago, when you were a kid, you were youngster, you got all this energy, you got testosterone just running through you. You can't be still for nothing. What are we going to do? What are we going to get into? What I want to see? What I want to get from? What are we doing tonight? What are we doing tomorrow night? Mm-hmm. All that. Mm-hmm. And just having the st- just having a, a sense of stillness of age that I didn't have before, honestly, that's what helped me. Wow. Quite honestly. That's because awesome. Because I'm, I, again... I'm secure in who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm secure in my manhood. Mm-hmm. I'm secure in my blackness. Right. And I'm secure and I'm at peace. And I can be still because I'm not running for I'm not running from anybody and I'm not running to anything. I'll take my time and I'll get there. You know, there was that saying, remember I first heard it in the movie uh, Colors where Robert Duvall and Sean Penn are in the movie. And and Robert Duvall tells the story. He says 
I tells a story about the old bull and the young bull. Right. He says, Dad, he said, there, look at them cows down at the bottom of the hill. He said, let's run down and get one of them cows. And the old bull says, no, son, let's walk down <laughs> and get them all. I remember this scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm an older bull now. I walk. <laughs> it's I beautiful. need to be running nowhere. No, running nowhere. Time and do it right. Well, Russell, we know in this series you didn't. You're not doing the job by yourself, and I want to give you time and uh, for you to, uh, you know, shout out some of the, the incredible cast as part of it. I got my boy right there from uh, the Sopranos, Michael and Ariel. She Michael Imperioli, absolutely. Oh, come, come on now, Sopranos, you know. So, 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 just, let's run down some of the cast that's, uh, that's that's putting down this show. I know the pilot was shot in New York City in Central Park, uh, one of my favorite cities in the country, the New York subway. So you kept it authentic. That experience had to be, as always, every every project you do has its own unique experience. But that unique experience is tied to the actors that share the same screens with you or the same stages. With yeah. You. Well, you know, we have uh, you know my co-star. Uh, who plays Amelia Sachs, Ariel Cabell. She's just wonderful. We've had a great time working together. And, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, on the show, we're essentially partners, you know, mm. and, mm-hmm. and working together. We have, you know, as we said before, Michael Imperioli. You know, you would think when you meet Michael, you would think that Michael's going to be one way. Right. The man <laughs> is so genuine, so generous a spirit, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and such a really wonderful person to work with. Um you know, a dear old friend of mine from the theater, Roslyn Ruff, who Absolutely. plays Claire, my help nurse on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tate Ellington, Brooke Lyons, just a wonderful, wonderful cast of people. And again, we are talking about people with talent. You know what I mean? Like, with who, who know what they're doing, who know their way around the set, who know their way around a script. Right. And look to elevate material. That's so important. And... You know, the, the, the original writers, D.J. Uh, Boyd and Mark Bian, uh, Coley, uh, just wonderful writers. And uh, our showrunner, Barry O'Brien, just some really good people who really care about what we're doing. You know, it's, it's, it's beautiful when I, I see you roll out those names because let's just go back to you, my friend, your resume. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, that it becomes a body of work. And when you come on a set, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like Tom Brady coming on the set. You know, you yeah. go, oh, wow. Okay, I got to step up my game. Okay. I got to step up my game. Yeah. Okay, because he threw the ball. I better catch it. Okay. I, he yeah. had me the ball to run through the hole. I better try to find a hole. If he passes back to, to, to drop back the pass, I better block and not allow him to get sacked. So I felt, I felt, I feel honestly that, you know, Variety just doesn't handpick people out and say in 2018, you wanted the top 10 actors to watch. You know, your mm-hmm. your resume, you know, Shakespeare just quoting it doing my radio show. Going from going from <laughs> Oakland to Boston, then then you then getting pitched an idea. Hey man, what you doing for the summer? I'm gonna find something to do. Guess what? You had to qualify. You had to qualify to do that. They wouldn't hand it out those opportunities. And when you yeah. when you when you when you you know, uh, Playmakers was in two thousand three. Come on now, sixteen That's years. Right. I have seen you on TV consistently in the movies consistently. That's right. So when you walk on that set, remember this, Russell. All the energy is being produced by you, and it just permeates to the mm-hmm. rest of the cast because they have to step up to your resume. They have to step up to your work ethic. And I think it's beautiful because right. on this particular series, you can't even move. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
you, you, you know, nothing happens by accident. Um, a wise man and dear friend of mine, Stephen Henderson, used to tell me things don't just happen. Things happen just. Yes. And it happened by virtue of the work that you put in and your uh, willingness to do the work. But I have to honestly, we brought, we brought it, we raised his name earlier. I have to give a lot of kudos to Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is that I had an opportunity to do in 2010 to do, to be a part of the revival of Fences on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And, and then to be able to come back six years later and do the film, to be handpicked by him yet again to do this film and getting a chance to share the stage and the screen with one of, I think, the greatest actors God put breath in, Thank quite you. honestly. Thank you. And it said to me, it, it instilled me with confidence that said, you are here. So don't retreat back, move forward. And it was D who instead he says, no, 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 you're supposed to be here. Because I, I remember asking him, I said, no, I remember <laughs> saying to him, when we were the first day of shooting, I said, AD, thank you. He said, thank you for what? I said, you know, for, there you go. for, you know, for, for having to be here, you know, for giving me this opportunity. He said, no, 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 brother. I didn't give you nothing. Said, you, you earned it. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm You're saying. You're supposed to be here. That's what I'm and saying. And that, from that, that just it told me everything I needed to know and everything I needed to hear. Well, Russell, he just validated Rashawn McDonald. That's all I was saying about you, brother. That's all I was saying about That's you. Right. Your, your, your career, right. it validates anytime you walk on the set. Now, your humbleness makes you say thank you, which we all should do. Yeah. We should all not assume yeah. that that happened because who I am. Because people can look the mm-hmm. other way. But no, my man, you're special. He's starring on my, he's starring on Money Making Conversation right now, but he's going to be starring on NBC. Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector, which premieres Friday, January 10th at 8 p.m., Eastern and Pacific, 7 p.m. Central on NBC. My man, Russell, thank you for coming on my show. I hope you understand that, brother, I'm a fan, but I also do my homework because I know what you do and what you deliver. Rashawn, brother, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure meeting you, and just thank you for your support. <laughs> and I'm going to tell Stephen A. I'm going to tell Stephen A. I'll talk to you today, too, as well. <laughs>